Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. What is the important? What is the urgent? Does the urgent always push aside the truly important things in your life? Then give a listen today as I simply read from a very small booklet written in 1967, but its wisdom goes through the ages, and I am sharing it with you. It's called Tyranny of the Urgent by Charles Hummel. It is something that I have read over the years, and I'm revisiting it as I am looking at making certain that I keep the important the important and let the urgent stand at the door and wait until I bid it come. So, listen in. I hope it encourages you in this three-part series, Tyranny of the Urgent. What is urgent? What is important? Love you all. So here we are for the last installment of the reading of Tyranny of the Urgent by Charles Hummel. Listen in carefully, my friends. Evaluate. The modern businessman recognizes this principle of taking time out for evaluation. When Greenwald was president of DuPont, he said, One minute spent in planning saves three or four minutes in execution. Many salesmen have revolutionized their business and multiplied their profits by setting aside Friday afternoon to plan carefully the major activities for the coming week. If an executive is too busy to stop and plan, he may find himself replaced by another man who takes time to plan. If the Christian is too busy to stop, take spiritual inventory, and receive his assignments from God, he becomes a slave to the tyranny of the urgent. He may work day and night to achieve much that seems significant to himself and others, but he will not finish the work God has for him to do. A quiet time of meditation and prayer at the start of a day refocuses our relationship with God. Recommit yourself to His will as you think of the hours that follow. In these unhurried moments, list in order of priority the tasks to be done, taking into account commitments already made. A competent general always draws up his battle plan before he engages the enemy. He does not postpone basic decisions until the firing starts. But he is also prepared to change his plans if an emergency demands it. So try to implement the plans you have made before the day's battle against the clock begins. But be open to any emergency interruption or unexpected person who may call. You may also find it necessary to resist the temptation to accept an engagement when the invitation first comes over the telephone. No matter how clear the calendar may look at the moment, ask for a day or two to pray for guidance before committing yourself. Surprisingly, the engagement often appears less imperative after the pleading voice has become silent. If you can withstand the urgency of the initial moment, you will be in a better position to weigh the cost and discern whether the task is God's will for you. In addition to your daily quiet time, set aside one hour a week for spiritual inventory. Write an evaluation of the past, record anything God may be teaching you, and plan objectives for the future. 
also try to reserve most of one day each month for a similar inventory of longer range. Often you will fail. Ironically, the busier you get, the more you need this time of inventory, but the less you seem to be able to take it. You become like the fanatic who, when unsure of his direction, doubles his speed. And frenetic service for God can become an escape from God. But when you prayerfully take inventory and plan your days, it provides fresh perspective on your work. Continue the effort. Over the years, the greatest continuing struggle in the Christian life is the effort to make adequate time for daily waiting on God, weekly inventory, and monthly planning. Since this time for receiving marching orders is so important, Satan will do everything he can to squeeze it out. Yet we know from experience that only by this means can we escape the tyranny of the urgent. This is how Jesus succeeded. He did not finish all the urgent tasks in Palestine or all the things he would have liked to do, but he did finish the work which God gave him to do. The only alternative to frustration is to be sure that we are doing what God wants. Nothing substitutes for knowing that this day, this hour, in this place, we are doing the will of the Father. Then and only then can we think of all the other unfinished tasks with equanimity and leave them with God. Some time ago, Simba Bullets killed a young man, Dr. Paul Carlson. In the providence of God, his life's work was finished. Most of us will live longer and die more quietly, but when the end comes, what could give us greater joy than being sure that we have finished the work God gave us to do? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ makes this fulfillment possible. He has promised deliverance from sin and the power to serve God in the tasks of His choice. The way is clear. If we continue in the word of our Lord, we are truly His disciples, and He will free us from the tyranny of the urgent, free us to do the important, which is the will of God. You see, my friends, ultimately, it's have we lived in our oneness with Him? Have we been at that place that what God assigned has been accomplished because we were dependent upon Him? Now, this is not something that we can rush out and accomplish on our own. The very uh, living of this way has to come from our dependence upon Him, and fresh dependency is what I would pray for you today. I pray that this will encourage you and you will continue on in the important, which is the will of the Father, the two of you moving together in the days ahead. Be encouraged, my friends, and I love you all. Talk to you soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.